You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. My name is Mike. Across from me is Derek, and we are here to talk about everything and everything. And today's episode is brought to you by High Peaks and also Athletic Greens. No, I'm just kidding. We're not that big yet, so it'd be kind of cool, though, wouldn't it? Athletic Greens, yeah, it'd be sweet. Uh, so High Peaks, High Peaks never gave us a new script, so we don't know what to say. So. High Peaks drone footage. <laughs> <laughs> Should we use this? Yeah, go for it. Keep going. All right. doing great. High Peaks drone footage. Listen, if you're trying to just call them for a cinematic Why shot, are you so loud. Are we even recording it? If yeah, we're recording. We don't even know what we're doing. This is episode like 118, 119. We're disasters. All right, listen. If you're, of course, I'm loud. Mike's right energy here. when we reviewed Pappy Van Winkle, huh? It's not Pappy, it's Van Winkle. Correct. The loser. No, just kidding. Continue <laughs> so, with batteries. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Wrong. If you're going to call High Peaks and say, hey, I own a building, I need you to take a standalone cinematic shot of it, it's not really what they do. If you call High Peaks and you say, hey, I own a building, I need you to fly a first person drone through the inside of my space. You call High Peaks, and then they can take your marketing to another level. Oh, yeah. As Love Derek that. says. So have fun with it. Work with them. They're veteran-owned. They're a great company. Uh, they do things for you and with you, and we appreciate that. And then that concludes the ad read for High Peaks. Uh, except, just kidding, no, it doesn't, because you gotta you got to find them. So High Peaks <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, and then they're we're, we're super used to doing this by now. Their website is highpeaksimagery.com. Yeah, High Peaks Image. High Peaks Image.com. Spell it for everybody. H I G H P E A K S I M A G E dot com. And hopefully you have McAfee virus protection <laughs> anytime you use the internet. Because nowadays Wuhan got involved and ruined it for all of us. Are you guys stressed after that? Because I am. So there's that. High Peaks, on a serious note, does really good work. Um, so look into them for your marketing needs as a business. And go Bills. Uh, this is also brought to you by Addies. Nope. <laughs> Dude, they're a sponsor of everything. Not a formal sponsor. You also have to hit their on. logo is right here. Correct. You also have right to. Right here. Uh, so I'm acknowledging Addies for Addies. So Addies, 
But our weekly episode is also brought to you by Queen City Creative Works. Correct. Queen City Creative Works <laughs> does some of the best work that you've ever seen for people that live in the Queen City, a.k.a. Buffalo, New York. They take ornaments out of wood and burn them with a laser and create designs on them. And then they donate a portion of certain proceeds to dog rescues. So if you want an ornament for a dog rescue, go on their website and order it. And it's great. And then they also do customized work for you, whether it's a table diagram for a wedding. Uh, And then if you want some branded coasters, koozies, uh, beer openers, if you want... With Buffalo Happy Hour logos on them. Yeah. If you want mugs, tumblers, uh, I I mean, the list is endless. So go to their website, which is queencitycreativeworks.com, and they'll come right up. They're located in Cheektowaga. They do really good work, and they're a they're an Etsy shop, but better on another level. And they'll make you happy. They make us happy. We make them happy. It's a great sponsorship. They're good friends of ours. We've had them on the show. If you haven't watched their special interview, feel free. And let's dive into this week's episode, Derek. Before we do, move your uh, light behind you button. Is it new here? So I'm blue. Yeah. Uh, if I were green, I would die. Did you? They came out and said that those aren't the lyrics. I know. Nobody thought that they were. It was just some virgin in third grade that's like, I know the actual lyrics. It's like, no, you don't, Jimmy. That's just what you think it was. Why's it got to be Jimmy? Because. Why's it got to be Jimmy? Because Jimmy's that type of a person. (laughs) All right. It was Abadi Abadai, wasn't it? It was just like gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Who thought that they knew the lyrics? It didn't even sound like if I were green, I would die. That doesn't even make sense. so upset right now. Because it doesn't make sense to me. It bothers me when people think that they know stuff and they don't. If I'm blue, if I were green, I would die. Why don't Why don't we just dive Did right into- Did you ever into, see Big Liar? Oh, my goodness gracious, With Frankie Derek. Muniz and who else? No. Isn't Frankie Muniz, like, non-existent now? What happened to him? I don't know. Didn't All he I, fall to the wayside? I don't know. Did he? I mean, I haven't heard anything from him, but Big Liar or whatever was amazing. And I just remember they, like, dyed his skin blue. And then every time that I would see that, I would think of, if I'm blue, if I were green, I would die. <sighs> Can we get today's useless fact? This is a useless fact. No, this is a better useless <laughs> fact. Although less common than earthquakes, the moon has moonquakes. That's right, moonquakes. Sounds vague. And that up. is today's useless fact. It sounds like that came from somebody who was like, it's, if I were green, I would die. Fine, I will throw you another <laughs> one. Will Ferrell consumed so much sugar while filming Elf he actually became physically ill. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you put maple syrup on spaghetti. And Pop-Tarts and then candy on top of it all. I love maple syrup, though. That much, though? Yeah, probably. It would probably cut some of the acid from the sauce. It would probably help me. Maybe I should start trying to do it. Goodness. What's, so we've talked before about default, you know, like my wife's not home. I don't know what to make for dinner. Yeah. Meals. Um you said eggs. I said eggs. Another one that I have is ancient grain oats with almond milk, which is basically cereal, which leads me to my next point. Do you have a guilty pleasure cereal? Yeah, funny story. During Gina and uh, my our engagement shoot. Hello? Are know, you good? kind of weird. I, I really feel uncomfortable saying like <laughs> when it's a plural thing. Like someone and my's something. Do you still use the same like semantically correct verbiage? Like if I was to tell someone a story, it would be like Mike and I went to the grocery store. But if we're talking about our podcast, I wouldn't say Mike and I's podcast. Yeah, I just say our podcast. Yeah. So like, what do you say when you want to put people's names in it? Um, I don't. I just say our podcast or my podcast with my business partner Derek or. Uh, There's got to be a way to say like you first though, right? Or I just skip all of that and then I just say Derek and I I'm and not, then whatever I'm is involved. I'm not what you do. I'm saying what's grammatically correct to do. Well, you didn't ask that. Yes, you I asked, did. No, no. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind the tape. Rewind. You said, what do you do? Yeah. So like, what do you say when you want to put people's names in it? Yeah, so, like, what do you say? So, I took that personally, okay. like Michael Jordan, and I answered the question. <laughs> so, you do our podcast or 
my business part. No, because even that. So you would have to say your name first, which we've been told our entire life is not right. No, I always said Derek and I. But it wouldn't be Derek and I's podcast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, correct. So or what, I, ju- I just say my be? podcast. Or Wow, I'm did not you- even a part of this anymore? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't be as sensitive as I am. Because when you respond to emails and you don't CC or uh, not CC because it's obviously a joint email. But if you like... If you respond to an email yourself and then you only put your name and you don't put like backslash my name after, then I get upset. So like, Do you really? Not, no, not not would like literally upset. So yes. But I notice it. <laughs> so that's why I, if I respond to an email, I'll always put my name first because I'm the one responding. But then I also include your name because you're equally as important because it's a 50-50 split. But then no one knows who they're talking to. Oh, well, it sounds like a them problem. Well, you do that for Instagram messages. You put dash Mike. And I'm like, they don't need to know. Yeah, but at this point, the people DMing us are friends. So like they know. Listen, it, don't give away everything. We have randoms DMing us, too, thanking us for everything that we do for the local community. The most random person <laughs> that DMed us was Nate Geary from WGR 550, and that's right. only because he literally asked me a football question when we played football together. Is he going to be on? I, dude, we could have him on. Good. He's got a lot going on outside of WGR. I feel like I'm super bright. Well, fix it, bro. So answer the question. Right? So guilty pleasure, uh, cereal, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. photo so, shoot with Gina. So back to it. Mine and my wife's engagement, that doesn't sound right. Just either. say our, our engagement But it's not shoot. ours because you're here in the room with me. So if I say our engagement, people are going to assume that. You're the you physical worst, dude. Who cares? So Everyone our engagement shoot, our photographer asked us obviously to like try to, getting a photo shoot done, if you're uncomfortable in front of the camera, which I am not, but Gina kind of <laughs> was. So it's awkward, you know, because you're having somebody stare at you and it's like, Jesus Christ, you want to relax a little bit here? Have yours. I'm good. Stop it. They're like, say something funny, do something funny, like get each other to laugh. And she's like, say your favorite cereal in Gina's ear. So I went over to her ear and I'm like, Reese's Puffs. And she started dying laughing. Because Reese's Puffs are, what do you mean, why? It's amazing. Yeah, but that's, like, that's funny. My guilty. It was just weird because I whispered it in like a weird voice. And she started laughing because one, it was awkward, first of all. Second of all, it was such an obscure cereal that we haven't had since I was like four years old because I don't I don't have breakfast at all. So it was just obscure and funny. Yeah. I, the monster sitting across from me. I have breakfast food, but not in the wee hours of the morning. One of my favorite all-time cereals is Smart Start with chocolate milk. Isn't that like for old people? No. You're th- thinking of like... Life. No. Well, that's a, that's life. A game, right? No, 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 no. You're right with life. That's a, also a cereal and a game, but you're thinking of um, Raisin Bran. That's for oh, old dude, people. I love Raisin Bran. Because you're 75 at heart, dude. dude. I love Raisin you're Bran. You're so old. It's so good. How would you not like Raisin Bran? It was it's sugary. I, no, no, no. Raisin Bran Crunch is where it's at for me. Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. But yeah, Smart but Start's rich, incredible bro. for me. What do you mean not that rich? It's like 20 cents more. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they upsold it, man. They put it in smaller boxes. They're like, we're going to get them. You know what they really upsold? What? Honey Bunches of Oats. Yeah. They upsold that real hard. But What's yes. your least favorite cereal? Do you have one? Mm, plain Cheerios. Honey Nuts where it's at for me. Oh, yeah. Plain Cheerios But sucks. you wouldn't have Plain Cheerios if it was in front of you? No. You know what I used to do with cornflakes because it was so boring? I would just dump sugar into oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. My Every- grandfather was the best with that. He like pulled out the <laughs> scooper with sugar and he just like poured it on. Like, relax. Okay. So your parents are divorced. Correct. Whoa. So semi-personal question. Newsflash. Have you, I'm going to share, so don't feel like I'm just putting you on the spot. I'm going to share a, I mentioned something to my mom that started an argument between me and my mom that my dad did with his now wife, my stepmom, at the time was his girlfriend, because they were together for like 16 years Mm -hmm. before they got married. Have you ever asked your mom for something that your dad does and that caused your mom to go to Pluto because then she felt like she wasn't a superior parent? Yeah. Okay. What was it? A lot of stuff. (laughs) He answers the phone. (laughs) Yeah. Basically everything. Um, Because, I mean, my parents were very different socioeconomically. Okay. So- everything was different. My dad would give me money for ice cream. He would give me money like when I would go skate around the town to do this. Mom would never do that. 
My dad would give me money for chores. Mom would never do that. It was just expected. So it was vastly different parenting. Like, I don't know how they got together in the first place type deal. And they ended up in two very different spots now. So, yeah, all the time. Like, anything I would ask for. Like, a video game, no. Dad bought me one. <sighs> like, everything was a battle. You want to you know what I did? Yeah. I asked my mom to buy ham at Wegmans for lunch meat. Lunch meat ham. Because I liked how they cut it into squares. And it was slightly thicker. And it was better tasting than tops. And she went into orbit and goes, well, if you like it so much, just go live with your father. <laughs> Literally all the time. That was her response. Where I was just like, it's just better ham. I'm yeah. like, I don't understand. Like, why, why are you so mad right now? And she's just like, go live with your father. So I didn't know if I was the only one. No, <laughs> so no, I'm that's like, true. So one thing that on? comes like, to my mind. It's ham. Yeah, one thing that comes to mind is, is my grandmother, my dad's mom, and my dad always used to buy me the Danimals yogurt smoothies Ooh. i used to love those dude because they were better than gogurts they were so good because gogurts were cheaper but gogurts when you cut them with the scissors then the edge would slice the inside of your cheek and my mom would always buy gogurts yeah. because they were cheaper yeah i'm like i want danimals fruit smoothies <laughs> mom she's like no i'm like come on grandma and dad get it for me all the time she didn't go into orbit she wasn't she is not a very angry person but she would just get visibly like come on yeah she was shook yeah yeah she's like come on be better Golly. Yeah, it's it's very interesting where now I'm doing everything in my power to break the cycle, per se. And it brings us back to our conversation about how we're raising our grandparents. Yeah. And there's there's things that Colleen and I don't even say to each other, who is, if you're new here, that's my wife. Um, we're like, we call it the D word. Like, we don't even say divorce Whoa. in our oh. house. Because, Different D word I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Because both of our parents are divorced, and we just don't we don't want that to happen. I hit that. I don't know if it's going to actually be 15 minutes on the dot, but I hit it on the dot on my recorder over here. That's all that counts. And killed it. It's going to probably be like 14.57, but I'm going to, Sean, one of these days is going to be on the dot, and we better get something for it. He's going to post in his comment the <laughs> meme of the skeleton on the bench waiting for it to be perfectly 15. And I know he's already laughing watching this. <laughs> so annoying. But yeah, the what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, are there things that you don't even say with Gina because yeah. you're trying to break the cycle? Uh, when was the last time like you actually called Colleen Colleen to her face? Often. Really? Yeah. I don't but, call Gina Gina at all. Oh, really? Yeah. So and I, it's awkward when we do. So, funny story. Even when we're fighting. What? You guys fight? Very, very rarely. Dude, I've never been in a relationship like this before, probably because we're mature and we like know how to deal with arguments, where we just don't fight. Like There'll be a disagreement and we'll be like, all right, whatever, what do you want for dinner? Like There's never... Like, Do you remember your past relationships where it was... Maybe this was just my toxic relationships that I was in, which very well could be. But it was like you would be mad at each other going to bed and like you'd wake up mad and it would just be like this bad aura for like two days. Then you'd finally get over it. This feels like a personal thing. It's probably just me. No, it's not. But like, I mean, maybe it has to be a maturity thing because now we're like old enough. We can't, we don't have time to do life. We don't definitely don't have time to care anymore. So we like disagree and we're like, whatever, move on. And then everything's fine. Like, can you even remember the last time, maybe this is getting a little too personal, but you and Colleen went to bed angry at each other? It doesn't happen. It never happens. We make it a point not to, though. But we, to your point, I can count on one hand how many times we've, like, argued. Right, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen. And I've told friends that, that I served with, and they're just like, seriously? And I go, yeah. But there's, the only reason I say guys that I served with is because that's the largest sample pool Mm -hmm. of dudes in the same room that are all married. And I'm like, yeah, I honestly, I can't even tell you the, like, it's less than one hand Mm -hmm. that we've argued. And they're like, wow, that's, I got nothing. And some, some dudes are like divorced multiple times. Like it's, but that's also a joke in the service is by the time you become a staff sergeant, you're divorced twice. (laughs) You have horrid credit. You know, it's like, that's, that's Well, there's a stigma with military or army in general where they just marry marry strippers. Yes. Yeah. And it's extremely early. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're 18, 19 years old. You go to a strip club. You fall in love. You marry her. And then you 
buy a Dodge Hellcat at like thirty six percent interest. Not kidding on your loan, and that's that's your life. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. It happens all the time. So I what I want to do, I want to. So this is gonna sound like. I want to travel with you. I know, but I want to travel with you so bad and just pass an active duty base and just be like, count the car dealerships. Because, dude, they're all they're all there. Like, there's so many car dealerships right outside of post because they know like that's where else you're going to get a larger concentration of dudes with stable income and then idiotic privates that have never had stable income before. Mm -hmm. They come from all walks of life, all socioeconomic backgrounds from all across the country. And now they're all stationed in this one hub. Absolutely. Then there's like the PX with the star card where it's like a credit card and then they go in and max it and they just buy TVs, furniture. And then it's like, dude, we're, we're going to the field in like three days. Just like, a couch coming. It's like, dude, it's, <laughs> it's hysterical. But yeah, it's so that's why I bring that up. But the, um, I spent a lot of time dating younger women. Mm-hmm. And in that was just every day was something different. I mean, it's just like, what? this doesn't matter. Like, what do you mean it matters? Like, literally, this does not matter. Right. Like, and you don't have that foresight yet. You're not mentally mature enough to understand that. And then, it sucks for us too though, just because of our childhood, we were much more mature for our age. Oh, 100%. And, and we're old souls on top of it, so we just don't have the tolerance for the nonsense. But, it's, yeah. yeah. When did you realize you were more mature than everybody else? <laughs> That's a very pompous question. <laughs> when did what you did, know you, you were realize, better? Yeah, you're the best ever. <laughs> Basically, when I started drinking whiskey, because if you don't drink whiskey, we're better than you. No, Correct. it's we have Van Winkle. <laughs> I know, and then our own single barrel. Um, I would, I mean, realistically, it started at a young age, just because I was my sister's rock through our entire mm. childhood, which was like not leave it to Beaver. So, um, I mean, thirteen. Yeah. 13 years old, I was, like, ready to get away and live on my own, and then I just couldn't afford it, but I was mentally ready to take that st- – like, I just – I couldn't do it. And then at 16, I left my mom's house. Your mom remarried? Yeah, when I was two. Oh, wow. Okay. So my parents got divorced – no, 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 not when I was two. So my parents got divorced when I was two. Then she remarried – and that was 94. She remarried in 97. Okay. June 28th, 1997, my mom remarried to my stepdad. And then my dad – had a couple girlfriends, um, and then finally met my stepmom, and uh, dated her, and then lived with her for like sixteen years in sin, and then finally got married in two thousand like fourteen, two thousand fifteen time frame. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, I mean that was the best thing that ever happened to my dad. But it was it was crazy. I mean, yeah, mine was opposite oof. of that. My dad got remarried very quickly. And my mom got remarried, like, in the 2000s. So all growing up, I had to be the man of the house, which is why I matured so quickly. I realized that I was more mature than than a lot of people very, very early on because my priorities weren't at all, like, what everyone else's were. Right. That's why I didn't have, like, a ton of, like, crazy friends or parties in high school is because, yo, I had to work. I know. Like, I had to go to school after homework. Like, that, that – I, I had to go to work after homework. It was wild. Mm-hmm. So that's where that all came from is because I had to do so much because I knew that I needed to in order to help my family. Like that was, it was wild. And I also knew that my family wasn't necessarily going to help me in college and in the first car and in everything else. So I had to start making money somehow. I'm not going to waste my money getting drunk and high with my friends at a friggin' 13 year old party. Like that's not working for me. What, what is, what is that going to do for me? Nothing. I had a huge issue with the college experience. I didn't have that. I didn't yeah. feel like I needed it. Um, people that do have the college experience though, live by it. They're like, you missed out. I'm like, I didn't though. So there's two trains of thought. In my opinion, and you can grow up in college and then have the college experience and then, you know, dorm somewhere, throw yourself into tons of debt, but then grow as an individual. And there's there's merit to that. Right. But then there's also life experience that you can gain. Everybody takes the same path or a different path to the same place, essentially. And I mean, for you, it was I don't have to dorm because I've already been semi-independent since I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. And then for me, um, I did the whole army thing. So I 
that was my college experience was Fort Benning and then living with 40 dudes inside of a, you know, an open bay barrack. And right. that's just how that went. But it, uh, it's paramount in, in my feelings and opinions to leave your city in your twenties, like go travel, go experience something different, do something out of the norm, except for, you know, full-time college, live at home and then work mm-hmm. full-time or part-time or whatever it is. Like, it's just not conducive for you as an individual because you're not going to understand how the real world works. And then you're going to be thrown into so many different conversations with people that are very well educated, but have also never left. So you're going to be blinded by things and mm-hmm. factors, and it's just not conducive for you as a person because then you're able to vote and then you're able to work and you're able to formulate your own opinions, you know, the difference between right and wrong. And then all of a sudden you just have no idea what's happening outside of your own city. And it's really sad. So traveling is really, really key to someone's fundamental ideas and, you know, feelings and opinions and thoughts and et cetera. Do you think it's wise for somebody to save up to go overseas or go to a different country? Or do you think traveling is just enough to go outside of New York or whatever their home state is? I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, if you can do outside of the U S then by all means, please do it because you're going to, I mean, it's just dude. It's so in Canada does not count, but right. so many things change outside of the U S the American bubble's real. Oh, sure. So it's Yeah. So speaking of traveling, today I went to go drive Gina to go pick up her car because she just got her car fixed. Yeah. And we're at the stoplight. And this bothers me every single time I'm at a stoplight. Why don't any car blinkers blink at the same rate? Does that bother you too? It does. But so question for you. If you can make a right on red, but there's a pedestrian that's going to cross the perpendicular road that you're on, but then they they can't cross until your light turns green. And you can't turn on red. So if all of a sudden that light turns green and you're able to make the right, but now you got to wait for Joe Schmo to get across the road. And then all of a sudden you're just like sitting there, fix that. Just fix that. Whatever that is. Like well, the, pedestrians rule the world, bro. The, the, the hand sign yeah. like shouldn't turn that. to a walking sign when I'm able to make the right finally after sitting there when I couldn't make a right on red. But it's because I was waiting on cross traffic to stop. Like, you're just, you're further holding it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just leave my light red, let the nerd cross. And then once that. The poor one without a car. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever it is, you know, or the smart one without a car. True. Once they finish crossing the road, then turn my light green. Because otherwise, then I'm just going to make the right. And then all of a sudden, I'm the a hole for just like driving over pedestrians. It's like, well, if I'm, the system's flawed. You know, I'm the asshole because I hit somebody. Come right. on. Well, and yeah, honestly, that, how many situations are there where you're at that point? Normally, all the time. Eh, no, 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 all the time because there's a majority. There's one on the way here. Yeah, it's and there's a majority too. in my neighbor, like my my area, yeah. right of town. There's like seven of them. So what happens at every at every light? I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, fix this. But yeah, if you see like my blinkers going, and then it's every other like i just lose my mind it doesn't even do every other though which is weird because like it to me so i'm at this stoplight and i drive a gmc weird flex the one in front of me is a toyota super weird flex and then over to the right is a dodge the weirdest flex with the the highest upside down interest rate ever correct and then like we had a, a range of different cars like manufacturers yeah all of them are blinking at different beats and to me that really bothers me because it's not just a simple like on off on off like where we're kind of like yeah, you're blinking. In yeah it's like or like all of them are blinking at different rhythms and I, in my mind it bothers me because nothing makes sense or you get the aftermarket civic 99 civic and it's blinkers just like a thousand miles an hour <laughs> yeah. because his front's out but his rear's working <laughs> it's such a disaster i was getting so mad because i had these four cars that i'm looking at and none of them are blinking at the same beat like the two in front of me weren't beating the same. We're not beating the same. I have audible understanding of what my blinker is doing, and I'm just going insane. Yeah, that's why you pulled the like flask it. and you just do take a drink. Other, yeah, seriously, do the same man. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> I, actually. I mean, obviously, don't drink and drive, guys. You can. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> Derek gave up. <laughs> you know it's, what? It's these blinkers, man. Um, have you ever been behind? 
the same car as you and they actually matched. I've never in my life been behind another car that has the same beat as me. Um, no, but I've seen like the same F-150, same color with it matching. Really? But I've never had it where it's the same vehicle as me. No. I feel like I got some issues. That's man. because no one's got a 2016 F- No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so- <laughs> I feel like it's like a, it's an actual issue. Because I get I get actually angry when that happens. Uh, you should probably talk to your sister about that. No, I know because then she's probably going to diagnose you with something crazy. Correct. I'm good. Yeah. Is there anything that you've like encountered that bothers you that like to your core like that? Yeah, I have. Well, I mean, we've done an episode on pet peeves, but there's but like that type of observational pet peeve, not like people chewing with their mouth open because they should all just die. Yeah, Honestly, uh, I'm should, fine with us. You should ask my wife that question. Them on she'll probably ship. just give you a full list, and then she'll probably try to act like me, which is even funnier, because then she just starts screaming at the top of her lungs. No, I... No, not really. From a visual standpoint, but I have a lot of pet peeves where I'm just like, God, this is so frustrating. Well, because people are stupid. That's why. Correct. And nobody knows what to do. Everyone's yeah. just dumb. You know, here's something that I visualize that I get extremely upset about. Five-lane highway, major road, so not a three-way, okay? Two lanes going one way, two lanes going the opposite way, one turning lane. Transit, Union, Southwestern. Yeah. Yep. People making a left and or right, but they're not in the turning lane. They're just in the left lane. I really do want some type (laughs) of missile launcher on my front bumper to just eliminate them and save us all because it's not... You're not worth the resources to keep you here on Earth. Correct. So I just, that that sends me into orbit. I've also gotten flipped off before for driving in the right lane on 90, which is a two-lane throughway, for driving Nailed too it. slow. 30, right on time. Driving too slow in the right lane. No one's in the left lane. They're able to easily pass. No issues, no problems, no traffic, nothing. They flip me off for being in the right lane and not moving over in the left lane so they can pass me. I had a road rage incident over that. Yeah, I uh, that was bad. The most recent road rage incident that I had was we went out to Gina's parents' house, which is basically cow country, and you can take Clinton all the way down, and Correct. Clinton is a one-lane road. Yeah. And then you are lucky enough to have like a carbine or a combine harvester plot in front of you that is this huge tractor that goes five miles an hour. And I'm five cars back and nobody's passing him. Why? And on Clinton, you're able to pass. Yeah. In, in like so many 90, spots. 97% and, of the road, you're able to pass. Yeah, and it's just at that point where five cars, it's weird for me to like pass all five because what if the next one really wants to like pass right when I'm going and then I cause an accident? But it's like we've gone four miles. I'm going 20 in a 45 and none of you has passed. Are you guys dead? Like what are you doing? There's that. And then have you – this is very common on 20A, which is parallel to Clinton – just a major, like the Broadway Highway Twenty A. What's Twenty A? No, Twenty A cuts through East Aurora and um, oh, down yeah, through yeah, like Warsaw yeah, and all yeah. that. You get the tractors that pull out, but they got the massive yeah. equipment on front that blocks both lanes. So you can't like they're they're on the shoulder, but their equipment prevents you. Like their their attachments on the front end, it's a crop. It just it's basically like it just like destroys the ground and yeah. eats the ground and it blocks like half of oncoming and then all of your lane. So you can't pass because it's just like a death wish. And those things go like ten because they're like forty five tons. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just like going down. It's like re- really? And then they make the first right end of the far end of their property because they own like seven hundred and twenty five <laughs> acres. And you're like, listen, man, I get it. I understand you get free gas from National Fuel because they tapped your lines on your property. <laughs> I understand you got this massive grant from the state because they put in windmills on your property. But, like, get off the road. Right. Like, that's the only or thing we have left. drive at night. Like, not that's rush the only hour, thing you have. Yeah. Well, you know, what sucks is, they're, you know, they're on the harvest schedule, right? So they're just like, I only have until the sun goes down. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude. And plan ahead. And leave earlier. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Don't and like you are now inconveniencing me because you are self sufficient and I'm jealous. Don't do this. 
I apologize to our weekly episode sponsors because you're getting no value out of this. <laughs> but you signed up for this. You have an SLA. I don't know what to tell you. Everybody understands what they got themselves into. I don't know what to tell you. There's zero educational anything that comes out of these episodes. No. It's just Mike and I being weird. If you're new here, consider subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about our next single barrel? Because by the time this goes live, we're going to be done with the tasting. Are we 100% going with them? Oh, oh yeah, we're going to say no. Are you? Yeah, we are. <laughs> We've already told like 97 people that That's wanted true. to get on the pre-order list. All right. Go for it. Here's what we're doing. We're sitting down. Beep. Oh, you actually want to do it? Yeah. Go we're, it. we're sitting down with a, another distillery located outside of the United States, whoop, whoop. and we are going to do another single barrel pick. So if you're interested in being on our pre-order list, let us know. We will update our sheet. We're going to create a new sheet. And we will mark you down um, for this pricing. No idea. We'll figure that out. Yeah. It is going to be f- a Irish whiskey finished in a wine barrel, and it's going to be here. We don't know if it's wine yet. 99% going to be a finished in a wine barrel. And we're different. like 95% sure it's going to be here on time for... St. Patty's Day. Whoop, whoop. So we are trying to do everything in our power to get it in by uh, March. So what that means for you guys is be on the lookout on our social media pages, official Buffalo Happy Hour on Instagram and Buffalo Happy Hour on Facebook, and then as well as our YouTube channel for updates on that. But we, by the time this went live, we went to Addie's. We sat down with our tasting panel and configured... Uh, Derek's and I's tasting profiles notes that we wanted to hammer and make sure that they were incorporated into the finished product. And then we've brought in other people so that they can sit down and taste it and then kind of throw in their two cents. And then Derek and I look at each other and say, not using that person's Damn. opinion. Don't care. Yep. Or we're saying, no, it's a fair point. We'll, uh, we'll note that down and then we'll <sighs> reconvene afterwards and see if we're going to include it or not but no we yeah we care so mike and i have a very similar palate when it comes to whiskey so it 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 would behoove us to bring somebody and we do bring somebody in that has a different palate than us that way our single barrel that we release with record is now more appealing to a wider range of people because if it's just appealing for mike and i then there're only going to be two bottles sold probably more than that because you and i are buying a lot of them but yeah, four would be sold yeah correct so we <laughs> wanted to bring other people in so that you guys can understand that okay it is tailored to our taste but it's more open for everybody to enjoy because that's what we're all about here that's right so uh be on the lookout for that and we are excited to bring in our single barrel from the country of ireland can't wait to do a italian whiskey I'm surprised that they haven't made their own yet. They're too busy with wine. Yeah. And making bomb pasta. Oh, yeah. 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 Thebomb.org. Is there actually an Italian whiskey out there? We should check. That's actually a very good question. Is there a Italian whiskey? Italian single malt. Does every, bo- does every box say fragile on it? That'd be sweet. What are you doing for dinner tonight? Uh, leftovers. What are What are the leftovers? Like Oreo balls or? Oh, dude, I wish. I gave them to Tom because I couldn't have more of them. I was going to die. I was going to go into a should've diabetic gave, shock. You should have just gave them to me. Well, Tom made Let Tom so. sacrifice. I gave them to him after I scared the literal shit out of him. I know, that's true. So Italian single malt. What are your leftovers then? Pizza? Uh, No, Gina made <clears throat> pesto pasta last night. Yeah. And then two nights ago was pad thai. So we have leftovers from both of those that we're going to eat. What is that? You never had pad thai? Dude, pad thai is so good. Speaking of Japanese stuff, I don't know if it's Japanese. It might be Chinese or something Asian. Is that offensive? So we, it's pad thai. So it's like chicken, uh, rice noodles, um, bean stalks, uh, some like lettuce or greenery inside, and then like a peanut sauce. Dude, it's so good. How do you eat it? Do you have an Italian single malt? Do you put it on something? Dude, how come I didn't know about this? Hold on, chill. I. I'm gonna text Gina right now, Is live that... on air. Distilled in South Tyrol at the foot of the Italian Alps, comes the first Italian single malt whiskey ever. Puni Italian malte, malt whiskey comes from Italian distillers who have only been at, at it since 2012. Yo, Tyler, can you get this in, bro? 
Like, seriously. How do you spell Pad Thai? P-A-D space. Oh, I wasn't even close. Oh, it's Thailand. Obviously, it's called Pad Thai. Duh. P what? P-A-D okay. space T-H-A-I. Pad Thai. What are you texting her? I said, can you please text me the recipe for Pad Thai, please? Oh. What else would I say? I don't know. Can you bring Pad Thai to the studio? <laughs> <laughs> so, seriously, let me let me ask Tyler right now. Can you get Italian single malt in? Live on show. This is what we do here. This is how we grow. So you've never had Pad Thai before? You, have, and you've never even heard of it? No. I focus on countries that win wars. <laughs> what do you want from me, man? I'm too busy eating steak. Speaking of that, I need to... Uh, what day is it? Tomorrow? Wednesday? Sure is. Yeah. I'm defrosting a venison steak tonight nice. for tomorrow. Because Colleen works late, so I'm going to make that. Is venison considered red meat? It is, right? I'm sure it is, but it's so clean. It's so good for you. Does it have, like, high cholesterol, like regular steak does? No. Dude, they're, like, they're vegans, for Christ's sake. They eat berries and grass. Well, yeah, but it's still meat. It doesn't matter. It does, though, because it's not pumped with anything. I shot it. There's no ticks. There's no worms. There's no infections. Not that you know of. Well, I, I gutted it. <laughs> so, yeah, I do know because I was literally inside of the thing's ribcage. Um, it was before you gutted it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's dude, it's so good for you. What's your favorite deer food to make? The backstraps. The backstraps. So you take the backstraps and then <clears throat> you can cut them in half and then wrap them over. What's the backstrap? Like the meat on the back of the rib? Yeah. And then you wrap that over like a, a scallop, and then you add bacon. And then you have bacon, scallop, backstrap, venison meat. It's, I mean, dude, I can't even describe how good Can it you invite like me over for venison soon? Dude, come over tomorrow. I'm making venison. Okay. What else are you going to do? <laughs> tell well, I have some tell Jamie nutritious. Edit. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, dude, we can make rice, venison steak, and like a, a veg. I know that you know this because you've hunted and like you know meat, but for our listeners, it's kind of fascinating to like look at a cow and like a diagram of where all of your meat, like your household name meat comes from on the cow. Oh, yeah, because you're eating that ass, baby. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. You're eating a lot. And yeah, like you eat that ass. Too, oh, yeah. Like what differentiates pork chops from mm-hmm. bacon, from loin. Like there's the different parts of the animal create different meat. I know that, that probably sounds elementary to a lot of people, but to a lot of people it doesn't. And if you're at a restaurant, you can ask for like a rear cut when you get steak. And then- or like an end cut, and then you're just going to get all that extra flavor in there. It's good for you. What did Tyler say? I said, have you heard of Italian whiskey before? And he said, kind of. And I'm saying, I want it. <laughs> you're so extra and demanding, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, I would love to try that. I wonder if it tastes like what it tastes like. Is whiskey good for your sinuses? No, but it's good for your heart. Oh, dude, Gina's on it. Yeah. This is what we use, but we cook everything. We usually add ground chicken or turkey instead of quinoa and put it over rice noodles or brown rice. Dude, Gina's real healthy when she cooks. Very. It's so good. Dude, that's why I lost so much weight. Right. It's because of her. Because she like really takes all of that into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. We don't eat anything processed anymore. I honestly, like this is probably going to offend you, but I have, I had ground beef once in like the past three months. Why would that offend me? Beef. Because I haven't had beef ever. You know, like you love beef. Yep. I'm not saying like actually offend you, like I'm going to call you a name or something. I'm just saying like conceptually, you're like, I love beef and meat and steak. I couldn't tell you the last time I had red meat. We do everything with chicken, ground chicken, ground turkey. We do like everything else outside of meat. And I haven't felt better in my life. You know, I'm like 95% vegetarian. Uh, that's not true at all. It is. Dude, I... When I, if I eat meat, it's mainly chicken. What do you mean if? You don't eat meat every day? No. What do you eat? Salad. Where do you get your protein? Um, A lot of it's soy-based. Like shakes. That's even worse for you. Well. Soy protein's terrible. No, no, no. It's, it's not specifically soy protein, but there's soy in it. Okay. Um, I have a, a protein shake for breakfast. I have a salad for lunch. And then dinner is sometimes like eggs or another salad or 
Um, it'll be like the um, ancient grain with almond milk. I, I really, the only we, time I talk, eat red meat is venison. Like yeah, it's it's surprising. If I actually broke down my diet, you'd just be like, "Damn, dude! Like you really don't eat a lot of meat." Like, no, I don't. We've talked about this before, but your like our caloric intake is lower than the suggested caloric intake, but yeah. fine for us. Correct. Like you don't need twenty four hundred calories if you're a growing male if you're not hungry. Like there's just this essence where, yeah. or this thought process that if you're not consuming a certain amount of calories, you're starving yourself. It's like, no, dude, I can survive on 1,700 calories every day. I'm fine. Yeah, I eat when I'm hungry. And yeah. then when I eat, I eat whole food. And like everything is made for that meal. So we don't. Was that a shift for you? Like was there a time in your life where like I need to stop eating processed stuff or have you always been like this? No, there was a shift for sure because we had it growing up because that was what yeah. was in the house. So, but dude, I mean like snacks, it's the white corn tortilla chips from Wegmans mm-hmm. with salsa. Yeah. I mean, that's- Which isn't bad. No. And it's like the organic- yeah. And of course it's the organic, you know, whatever. The eggs are cage-free. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke. Like we, we do have really healthy, non-BS- groceries in the house are we the anomaly here probably well no i mean i think it fits our generation the culture shifting yeah yeah because i like i don't miss a lot of food anymore like i'm not sitting here obviously i always crave pizza because that's in my blood but i don't i'm not sitting here like i need pizza tonight i'm like i kind of want like just regular baked chicken with peppers and onions and something like that what i was cooking for myself before colleen so what i call bc I had baked chicken with, like, no seasoning. I put, like, a little Mrs. Dash on it, threw it in the oven, baked it, and then ate it with rice. Oh, yeah. Like, and hot sauce and kale salads with rice vinegar, Mm -hmm. and it was massaged. Like, that was what I would eat seven days a week. And then I throw in, like, a Greek yogurt and cheese stick. And you don't feel hungry after, though. No. And I met Colleen, and she goes, you're, like, a barbarian. Like, you need seasoning. Like, why? It's fine. It's chicken. She's yeah. like, yeah, there's nothing on it. And I was like, I'm good. And then she does like marinades. Then she does like all these different herbs, like how we cook. Yeah. So I'll eat what she eats. Was your mom and your dad a good cook growing no. up? No. So that's why for the longest time I hated chicken, like regular chicken. I hated it because my mom, she would put it in the oven. And every time that she put it in the oven, she'd put it in like 450 degrees and it was always for like a half hour i'm like mom this is <laughs> cardboard dry. now yeah so i would have chicken that my mom made pretty frequently and i just hated it for the long time because i'm like if this is what chicken tastes like i don't want it anymore and then i learned like this isn't now chicken tastes. real people put it in for like less than that and it's basically right when it turns from pink like there's no more pink in there and it reaches temperature pull it off you're good you don't need to overcook chicken like there's a fine area with chicken where it starts really tasting bad. Like beef, you can have a well-done burger and you can have a rare burger. And sure, the rare burger probably tastes better, but the well-done burger doesn't taste that bad. Well-done chicken tastes terrible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And because we, it's dry. We just had burgers the other night, but they were venison. Oh, okay. It was 100% venison ground meat, and we just put gouda, breadcrumbs, oh, pepper, and salt in it. And then individually made the burgers and then cooked them on a cast iron and ate them. So it, venison is considered beef, though, right? Like elk. Elk is considered red meat. Obviously, I know that. It's all considered red meat. About it. Yeah, it's all considered red meat, but it's considered what it is. It's not all considered beef. It's just considered what it is. Well, you got beef and you got chicken. Like, that's the big so, category. So, well, yeah, but it's a it's a red meat. And then you can get it cut different ways. You can make summer sauces out of it. You can do steaks. You can do ground. And Missed it by two minutes that time. Sorry, Sean. And you just eat it. It's good for you. Yeah. It's clean. And I feel incredible after it. I think our generation is shifting quickly from a lot of the processed stuff. Would you be surprised? Like the biggest chain right now is McDonald's, obviously. McDonald's runs the world. Right. Would you be like, do you think that McDonald's is going to start scaling down restaurants because our generation just isn't going? When was the last time that you went to, like, a McDonald's or a Burger King or Wendy's or something? I don't know anybody that does it anymore. Uh, it was 2019 on the way to Fort Drum when I was still in the Army, and I got a breakfast burrito. 
And the, a yogurt parfait. The last time I went to McDonald's, it was pre-Gina, which we started dating in 2017. So, yeah, so it BG. was probably... BG, baby. Probably 2015 was the last time I had any type of like fast food. I mean, okay, I probably had Chick-fil-A in between the two. But like Chick-fil-A's McDonald's, different. right? Because it's chicken. Like I just think like Chick- chicken Chick-fil-A is different. Chick-fil-A is different. Yeah. So other than that though, like I... I would be surprised if McDonald's keeps growing the way that they do because our generation just isn't eating that stuff. And like you said, we're raising our grandparents. We're not going to have a after karate, let's go get Burger King. Right. Like that's not going to happen with us. It's going to be like, oh, let's go to Core Life Eatery. It's better for you. No free shout outs. But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that that's coming too? Yeah, absolutely. And dude, funny, uh, fun fact about Chick-fil-A, the initial investment to own a Chick-fil-A store location is $10,000. Hmm. However, they're not like a franchise, typical yeah, like structure. Hortons, yeah. to, be, to own a Chick-fil-A restaurant, you have to go through their process to get hired as a store owner, and they have a acceptance rate- uh, equivalent to the acceptance of Stanford. Really? It's super hard to get, but it's a $10,000 initial investment up front and then nothing afterwards. Where oh, okay. other other stores, um, they'll do like $5,000 down, but then by the time you're done, it's like $250,000. So is that what we're saving to for To own next? a location. Huh? Is that what we're saving for next? BHA Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I would love it. Dude, I love Chick-fil-A. Their Me sauces too. are so good. Yeah. But- I also think, and this is probably super flawed of me, is that chicken coming from a fast food place is healthier than beef coming from a fast food place. Yeah, it depends. But it's got to be flawed. Honestly, Chick-fil-A is just cleaner than McDonald's and Wendy's. Do you consider Subway fast food? Yes. Their bread is trash. Yeah, that's true. We talked about that too. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Yeah, it's a joke, dude. It's like a strain away from plastic. What about like deli meat though? That's the one thing that I haven't been able to kick. Horrible. Yeah, I know. My life is very healthy. Right. But the one thing that I can't kick is deli meat because I like when I don't have time to cook chicken. Yeah, you can just I like throw putting it in. deli meat on a salad. Yeah. And it's it's fine. It's just in moderation because you have to check the sodium amount and sodium in deli meat's super high. Yeah. It's all and processed stuff. It's that's what makes it forever. suck. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes it suck. But like doesn't the low sodium stuff, isn't that worse for you, or is that just for pop? Because pop, if you get like diet coke, I don't drink you're any actually, pop. Yeah, so I'm, either. Yeah. I, Again, the last time that I had pop had to be like 2012. And honestly, since we started this in 2019, I really don't mix whiskey with pop oh, at all. No, or, not at all. I'm sorry, soda for those that are outside of New York. But yeah, I mean, it's just not. Uh, or I'm sorry, outside of Western New York specifically, because I know some folk in downstate called soda. But anyways, Long Island. The I mean, we don't have to specifically call them out there, Eric. But the <laughs> I didn't say a name. Like, honestly, ginger ale with crown apples, good. But do I want to buy a case of 12 for of ginger ales and throw them in the fridge? No. Do you want to buy crown apple? No. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want to support the Canadians. Like, I'd rather just buy canteen seltzers and throw those in the fridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, good so, like, I like that. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I'd rather go that route and then drink vodka instead of a, a soda or a pop. So, let me, we're planning our wedding, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and a big discussion is the bar. You're right. And I am doing something different where I'm talking with the venue yep. to be like, listen, I'm going to allocate this much money of my own money, and you're going to bring in bourbon and whiskey and scotch that I want, and it's going to be for a set of people. Like, that's what we're doing. We do the same thing. Yeah. We are, but like in regular weddings that don't have that, they have Jim Beam, they have Jack Daniels, they have Crown Royal, and that's basically it. Their top shelf is Woodford. Yeah. So, like, in those situations where your options are Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, and Crown Royal, what do you do for you? I don't go with them. What do you drink then? Like, what do you drink of it? Like, that's all the whiskey that they have. And then outside of that, it's vodka and gin. What do you do? I'll just have, like, vodka or gin cocktails. So you'll go to vodka over getting yeah. like, any of those? Oh, 100%. Okay, interesting. 100%. I'll drink Tennessee Neat. I'll drink Jack Daniels Neat. I'm not a fan of it. I just get bored. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I'd rather just do, like, a vodka water because I feel better. Yeah. You know? I'd split it. I would just do, vo- like, vodka crayons, something like that. Like, it's super soft and very such feminine. such a Hampton but, housewife. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's the route I go. <laughs> so, that actually came up at my buddy's wedding, and he goes, I got Woodford for the, the bridal party. 
And I was like, thank God. Because right. otherwise it was Jim Beam and Jack. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And then what I also did was I bought Woodenville for the guys. And then we filled our flask with Woodenville. So I had Woodenville in our flask. Hell yeah. And I was like, that's going to be better than whatever the hell the bar comes out with. you know. Mm-hmm. And then once the uh, once we got time for cocktail hour and things, and I was like, all right, I'm going to switch to from my flask because that's what I had all morning. Then I'm going to switch to a, a Woodford Old Fashioned. And then I got a bunch of smack from the bartender because he didn't want to make Old Fashions all day. And I was like, well, sorry. Like, that's your bartender. So it right. sucks to suck. Like, make a Woodford Old Fashioned. And then he did. But And then my other buddy's wedding, Mega Fan, that was his that was his signature cocktail. Oh, really? It was a Woodford Old Fashioned. So I was nice. like, dude, keep him going, baby. You know, and then we just started cranking. But Do we talk about the Woodford thing that we just got today? We should. They're sick, dude. Addis came in clutch. They had a – I got a notification from their app saying that they're offering Woodford Reserve, uh, like, branded bottles, yeah, basically. Engraving. Engraving yeah. on their bottles. And then they gifted us with our Christmas gift, which is just ridiculous. And we can't thank them enough. And it's very humbling. But it's uh, it's – specifically engraved saying Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. And then the other side is our taglines of uh, drink responsibly, be a good person, and don't litter. And it's just unreal. So that's obviously going to be in the studio, you know. Yeah, so it's going to be a bottle we don't ever open. Yeah. Well, maybe we would do. I mean, I don't know. We just got to get a studio that is more temperature controlled. Like, this is nice, but it still gets cold in here. We can't leave whiskey in here. Well, it's because the heater fills up quick. What we need to well, do. I don't run this thing all day, every day. Well, that's what I'm saying. What we need is a, yeah, like if, well, you know, we're growing, all right? We're growing. So when we get there and our studio is actually temperature temperature controlled, then we'll have shelves along the top. Oh, 100%. And then it'll be full of bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Juice. Just get sloshed while editing. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do that now, and then well, you know, and then when we're full time, <laughs> then we'll both get sloshed while editing. Love it. Yeah, you can make the graphics. I'll do the editing. Love that. I, I mean, every graphic will be the same. So, like, Mike, we can't have Trump in every single graphic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Which brings us to our Thursday episode that we just recorded. So, if you guys are enjoying these Thursday episodes, let us know. We're having fun filming them, even if they're like not getting around as much as we want them to. We're still having a ton of fun. Yeah, we don't care. So we've done a lot of top five. We've done educational series. The one that we just recorded today was what is Japanese whiskey? There's a lot of misconception around what is actually considered Japanese whiskey, specifically that the Japanese regulations came out on April 1st of 2021 that defined what is actually Japanese whiskey. So if you want to go check that out, I highly recommend you doing so. But in that thumbnail, we didn't include Trump because... Fake it made news. sense. Yeah, fake it, news. It literally fit perfectly, so it is what it is. <laughs> Everyone can handle it. Yeah, it's fine. Every, so everyone's go. fine. Yes. But uh, speaking of Thursday, we just talked about that, but what did we do for Wednesday? We kind of mentioned a little bit, but what's our Wednesday whiskey review that we did today that's coming out literally tomorrow? I know, dude, which is crazy. Yeah, you got to edit this quick. So we should wrap up soon. What are we at? 45, 52? 55. 55. All right. So we just did Van Winkle 12-year Lot B. And it was a allocation with Addie's and Addie said, Hey, review this and then give it right back. And we said, no problem. So we did not drink half the bottle. Uh, what we did do was just do a, a normal tasting pour, which was small and reviewed it, gave an honest review, talked about the history of it as well. And then now it's, it's on, it's on the list, man. It's on our spreadsheet, which is crazy. So come end of 2022, if you are subscribed, you will know that, in a couple last week, one of these Thursdays relatively recently, we recorded our top whiskeys of 2021. Yeah. It was a list of 43 whiskeys that we went through during a tier list, and we ranked every single one of them from a tier listing of top five all the way down to an F. So now this is going to be on 2022, which is going to be fascinating to see at the end of the year how this compares and rates in that list because we're going to be doing this every year going forward. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining today's episode. Again, thanks to our sponsors, High Peaks and Queen City Creative Works, for sponsoring today's episode. We really appreciate it. If you can, go visit their website. If you are in the market for any business marketing from a drone and first-person view standpoint, or if you're in the market for any customized uh, products for uh, anything laser-engraved, dyed shirts, anything. So hit both of them up, follow them on Instagram, show them some love like you've been showing us some love. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, If you are going to be reviewing or checking out any of the whiskey that we've reviewed, we do always recommend that you drink responsibly, be a good person, and Michael, do not litter. We're out.
how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.